Welcome to another episode of the Property Pulse Podcast. I'm your host, Dave Stockbridge. Every episode, we bring you the first principles of real estate, interviews with the identities and influences that are making their mark on the real estate community and bringing you hints and tips that we hope helps you make and save tens of thousands of dollars on your real estate journey. As governments around the world seek to stimulate their economies in the wake of the coronavirus, the Australian government has announced two such measures. One, a $25,000 grant for those building a new home, and two, $25,000 to people seeking to improve an existing dwelling. Joining me on today's podcast is Matthew Severino. Matthew heads up Trilogy Projects, a building company specialising in renovations and extensions. Today, Matt talks us through how to access the grant, the process involved, and why time is of the essence. And joining me now on the podcast is Matt Severino. Matt, thanks so much for joining us. Thanks, Dave. Good to be here. So, Matt, uh, over the last week or so, uh, your industry's um, been inundated with inquiries with respect to exactly what this all means with respect to the $25,000 grant that the federal government's handing out for people to improve their home. Um, Mate, can you give us a bit of a a snapshot uh, of what it takes uh, to get your hands on that grant, what you need to do, and I guess maybe uh, some of the processes involved from your end in helping people on board uh, that that grant and um, get some uh, works undertaken to their home. Yeah, so um, it's fairly new, as you said, about a week old now. The government announced the uh, the home builder a twenty five thousand dollar grant for um, new homes up to the value of seven hundred and fifty thousand, and then renovation works uh, above one hundred and fifty thousand. Mm-hmm. Now. Um, the state government uh, has to sign um, a national partnership agreement with the Commonwealth government still, mm-hmm. and then uh, once that uh, is all signed and all the red tape is out of the way, um, more details are going to be coming out about uh, the ins and outs on how to apply. Mm-hmm. Um, in general terms, with past grants, um, you um, apply for it generally when um, doing your bank loan, if you're getting mm-hmm. a bank loan. Yeah. Um, and then, obviously, if you um, are in the fortunate position to be able to pay cash for the works, um, there are links on the government website um, that uh, you can follow through, which is business.gov.au. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, yeah, for the listeners out there that um, want to be kept up to date with all the ins and outs and as they proceed, um, there's actually a government website, uh, treasury.gov.au. Mm-hmm. And um, if you go to that website, there's a little section there where you can fill in your details, your name and your email. And as soon as these um, partnership agreements and everything gets signed, um, yeah, emails will go out to everybody that's registered interest. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, we'll be told all the ins and outs. Now, from uh, where we stand, Trilogy Projects, we uh, specialise in renovation work. So bathrooms, laundries, extensions and additions. Mm-hmm. Um, we solely focus on that, that area. Um, so from a renovation side, um, we are set up in the way of um, taking that initial inquiry from, from the client, from mm-hmm. one of your listeners, yeah. um, talking them through and um, yeah, just um, either have a chat with them at their place or they can come to our office and um, yeah, just walk them through um, the steps that need to get taken. 
Mm-hmm. And then also discuss the steps forward because um, I'm speaking now from a renovation side, so accessing the 25000 for renovations up to 150000 From that side of things, um, it uh, yeah, for a renovation to go through, obviously, for that sort of money, we're talking um, basically talking an extension or an addition. So right. what that means in, in general terms is no matter pretty much where you are in Adelaide, there's going to be council requirements and everything like that that's going to have to get satisfied, engineering mm-hmm. and the like. Yeah. So, um, yeah, just to touch on that uh, grant again. So you have to be signed in a contract by the end of the year right. um, to be Thir- able to access it. 31st of December, that's the cutoff. 31st, that's the cutoff. And then you need to be on-site starting works within three months after that. Okay, so works have um, to be kind of kick-started by March. Kick-started by March. Yeah. So um, to be able to be in that position and to sign a contract, um, all your council requirements and everything all have to be satisfied first. Hmm. So where are we now? We're in June. Um, so although not to put pressure on people or anything, but that does take time. And yeah. um and then obviously for people to do their own due diligence on, on finding an appropriate builder that um, they want to partner with to do the work, that also takes time. So, um, yeah, just a, a note out there that if it is something that you're thinking about, um, yeah, I'll probably get to that Treasury website, um, enter your details and, yeah, stay on top of it. Okay, so so for those people that, let's just assume they're going to use Trilogy projects to uh, have their um, improvements undertaken, uh, yep. you're suggesting for about a, to spend that $150,000 to qualify for the grant, it'd have to be a pretty major improvement, big room, big extension, family room, extra master bedroom, something something of that nature in order just to qualify. Um, and with those major improvements, there is a, a bit of a uh, there is that time lag between well, one determining exactly what that improvement looks like, then taking that along to council, making sure that councillor are happy with it. Keeping in mind, I have no doubt that council will be somewhat overwhelmed with applications as well, given the urgency around people being able to access this grant. So, um, and then and then there is that process, of course, of undertaking the works, which all has to happen by, well, all has to start by the end of March. So, it, it, do, do I mean, it's very early days, but there's a lot of things that have to happen there in the next six to nine months in order to um, qualify and, and satisfy the requirements of this grant. Yeah, um, and yeah, I also appreciate that. So, um, just another thing out there for the listeners. Um, a few years ago now, I don't have the exact date, but uh, the government brought in legis- legislation um, for the Development Act. Mm-hmm. And um, as part of that, um, for works like renovations and extensions and also for new builds, if um, you satisfy the basic criteria for council, so I'll give an example. Most councils um, require um, your house to be 900 mil away from your boundary fence. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you satisfy the general terms and you're not doing anything out of the ordinary, you can buy, in a way, bypass council and go through a private certifier. Mm-hmm. So I'll touch on that a little bit. A private yeah. certifier is um, somebody that's licensed and can um, go through all the documentations and specifications of your proposed um, works mm-hmm. and um, sign off on it and say that it meets all um, criteria as far as what um, the regulations and everything ask for. Mm-hmm. 
Um, and then from that, um, so they're, they're their own company, they're their own workers and, and they get paid um, by the client to do that work. So right. they're, they're working on their own reputation to get that through as fast as they can and, and, and easy as they can for the client. Yeah. So, so they sign off on it um, and then from there it goes to council with a signed document saying it meets everything that it's required to meet. And um, yeah, and then from there, it's um, a shorter process for council, which really just needs to rubber stamp it, and then they can move on to the next stage. Okay. Um, so, so how it, how much time do you anticipate that could save somebody who's going through this process? So for works that you require, um, so for major works like we're speaking about, and you require engineering and all the rest of it, um, just the council phase. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. At a ballpark, um, maybe a month, maybe two. Okay, which, um, which so is we're crucial. Talking, we're talking crucial. So that means that, um, yeah, from when the council get it, there's um, specific guidelines with how fast they have to actually rubber stamp it after it hits their desk. Okay. So there, there is actually um, legislation about that. So, um, yeah, it, it is a faster process. Um, a, a little bit more... Um, involved with cost yeah um but yeah when you're you know paying off a home loan by week and everything like that Mm. um it kind of can counteract the additional costs yeah yeah well that's right and and i guess if it's the difference between getting twenty five thousand dollars and not you know paying that little bit extra to uh, make the process that little bit smoother and and quicker um can make a, a huge huge difference in this circumstance yeah definitely so um and and the the range of improvements that uh, uh, have been popular with people of late, and um, what what are people coming to you and and asking uh, you to do to their properties? So the improvements um, as of late, uh, there's been a lot of um, bathroom and kitchen renos. Mm-hmm. Um, there's also been a bit of call for um, upgrades just to internal works for um, home offices. Right. Yeah. Um, you can kind of yeah understand the logic there. A lot of people working from home at the moment, and yeah, um, and yeah, doing work on their kitchen table with kids running around <laughs> and the and the rest. Yeah, and um, yeah, so I think coming from out of this COVID space, um, yeah, for us as well, um, that whole um, work environment. I think a lot more people were thinking, you know, working from home can can be manageable and, and better in some cases and even if it's just for the two or three days a week. Mm. So, um, yeah, we've had a lot of um, call for that as well. Mm. And, um, and then obviously your extensions and, and your additions as well. Um, and what this grant has also done is that um, pre-COVID we've had um, some clients on the fence about whether they're going to get this work done now or not. Yeah. And, um, yeah, this has really been a bit of a tipping point for them to say, you know, um, although we do need to spend on 150, um, you know, we're thinking about doing it in the next year or two, and we are in a position, obviously, as well financially to get it done. Mm. Um, yeah, it's, it's a good time for them just to um, make the decision. Yeah, so and from what I understand, the construction industry, just generally speaking, has been a little bit uh, quiet. There's uh, been uh, less by way of approvals uh, going through council over the last uh, year or so leading up to COVID. And so uh, there was a couple of reasons why uh, perhaps a stimulus measure of this nature would um, uh, was certainly due and required. Yeah, absolutely. And um, without getting too political and everything, um, you know, there's people out there saying about the, you know, to spend 150000 is a lot of money and and the like of it, mm. but 
in essence, um, there's, they've done something. Whether it's the right thing or not to boost um, the construction sector and the economy, we'll, we'll uh, have another chat in about six months. Mm. But um, just for some facts out there, even for for um, the new homes, in SA, if you build a new home now, you, you can be eligible for up to $50,000 of government grants, mm. yeah. um, which which is pretty epic. Yeah. Um, and um, so, yeah, it's a $15,000 first homeowner grant there. There's also a $10,000 um, home loan deposit scheme from the Commonwealth. Yeah. And then, you uh, yeah, you chuck in the $25,000. Now, that's $50,000. And, and um, yeah, that could, be, that could be your deposit. Oh, it's huge, and and if they are lower income and they uh, they and they do qualify to go through say Home Start here in South Australia, well, uh, all they really need is uh, about three percent in savings enough to cover the cost on the stamp duty of the land, and they're all ready to go. And uh, really making building now a three hundred thousand dollar house cheaper than buying a hundred thousand dollar house uh, in nineteen eighty seven. So for those people who are thinking, oh, housing is so, so unaffordable, it's so expensive. Uh, it, it's in real terms, in it genuinely, uh, real estate has not been more affordable in a generation than what it is right now, especially if you're looking to build. Um, and for uh, at, at the top end of town, of course, we have seen property uh, values um, appreciate and do do very well uh, against the backdrop of what's uh, what's been uh, less transactional activity over the last uh, 12 to 18 months. And um, this is giving people cause to really consider um, grants like. Um, uh, like this uh, to improve uh, their property because uh, to the cost of uh, say selling out of your uh, $500,000 house and buying into a $700,000 house with stamp duty and agents fees is $50,000 in some cases and so and you know removalists and all, all of the changes that happen and more often than not people actually like where they live and if they can make that house work for them for the next 10 or 15 years then really the money that they'd be spending on well agents and stamp duty really just you know going out of the household they can reinvest that money in the home that they love undertake these uh, improvements and really so making you know, their $150,000 reno more like a $100,000 reno when you take into account you know all the um, uh, all the savings that are potentially made yeah uh, and I totally agree with that and then just from the other aspect for them to actually give a grant for a renovation I haven't seen it before and um, it's always been focused on the, the new homes and the new builds and first homeowners grant but for actually um, anybody that's like got a combined income household income under two hundred thousand dollars has got access to twenty five thousand dollars for a renovation mm. I don't I haven't seen it before and I'm, I'm I'm surprised if we're going to see it again in the near future yeah so it's a, it's a great opportunity for people to uh, jump on board, get those improvements undertaken and take advantage of the $25,000 uh, grant that's now available for improving your properties. And for people um, who are looking for somebody to guide them through the process, Matt, how can they get in contact with you? So easiest way is to um, go through to our website, trilogyprojects.com.au. Mm -hmm. um, we've got uh, info there about past work, client testimonials, and it also goes into a bit about us and about how we become Trilogy Projects and, and what we're actually striving to achieve in the industry. Mm -hmm. um, we've got uh, a form there that they can fill out, enter their details, and um, yeah, once they enter that, yeah, within a day, um, 
myself will uh, give them a call and um, start the conversation. And and I really enjoyed your Facebook posts of late, where uh, people people you get a real sense of the work that you're undertaking and uh, and your passion for what you do as well. And uh, for anybody who's curious about renovating and, and, and wants to know more about it, then uh, your Facebook page and your website are tremendous resources. Um, thanks so much, Matt. I really appreciate your time and, and sharing your thoughts on on this grant and for helping guide uh, our listeners uh, through the whole process. No, it's been great to be here and yeah, have a great day. Thanks, mate. You too. Thank you again to everybody who's been tuning into the podcast. We've now had over 10,000 downloads. So if you're enjoying what you're listening to on the podcast, you certainly found a home here. So please stay tuned to more episodes of the Property Pulse podcast simply by subscribing now on the podcast provider of your choice. I'm Dave from Real and we'll look forward to bringing you more next time.